You are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on MyTalk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon, happy to join you here on The Mom Show. We have a rotating panel of experts that comes and imparts amazing wisdom to make your week go so much more smoothly. And today, our expert, of course, our good friend from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Wellness Clinic, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. Hello, Dr. Amy. Good morning. Good morning. I always appreciate you coming because I think about you often, first of all, because uh, I still use so many of the products that you suggest that can help us on our road to health and wellness. So I have a lot of the protein powders and those things that I think of all the time. And you were the <laughs> ones that suggested them. But I also think of you because whenever I have one of those scenarios where I'm going, is this the right health or wellness guideline for me? Does it make sense for me or my family? It's like, you know, when in doubt, I can always call Dr. Amy. So <laughs> thank you for coming in with us uh, here on The Mom Show. Absolutely. And so what are we going, what's going on over at Health Foundations right now? Yeah, so we are getting ready for spring. And so we're so excited that it's nice and warm out. Right. Flowers are starting to bloom. But um, we are just really highlighting, I think, the fact the amount of women's health that we do. Right. We really want to reach out to women and let them know that your women's health care experience can be different. Right. And when I say different, what I mean is you can feel heard and have time spent with you in a comfortable, safe environment and come to a place where people know your name. Right. Yeah. And so I think that really feels important. I know when I am looking for my health care, when I want to go into a healthcare setting that I want to be recognized and known and um, be listened to. And I think all of those are things are things women are looking for. Well, we always encourage our My Talkers to go to your website is healthfoundations.com. And and I, I, I understand what you're saying, where even if you think that you have a decent relationship with your OBGYN, sometimes you feel as though they don't remember your storyline as a person, where every time you come in there, you're reintroducing yourself. Right. And I think um, building that relationship is so important. Right. Um, whether you're coming in for kind of your annual exams when that happens or breast exams or if there's something going on that you're more concerned about. Right. And I think especially as women, there are so many different and you've mentioned this before on the mom show, Dr. Amy, there are so many different uh, points in your life where it may be appropriate for you to transition to yes. something else because it doesn't it's not the same every year after year. There's different, you know, different things that we are focusing on as we age gracefully. And I think too, uh, what the, the one thing that I see women assume and say is, well, I've been seeing this provider, you know, for X amount of years. Right. So maybe for like their paps or women's health concerns. And then when they get pregnant, they just think, Oh, you know, I'm just going to stick with this provider. Right. And, you know, maternity care is not like going in for cold. Right. You know, because if you go into a, a clinic and see a provider for a cold, more than likely your experience will be similar or your treatment will be similar. 
right. you know, across the board. Maternity care is not like that. <laughs> maternity care isn't uh, McDonald's, Correct. right? It's not a one size fits all. Right. And I think it's important for women to hear that is to do your to do your due diligence, to right. really um, ask questions and investigate a little bit more um, to make sure that you're really getting the experience that you want. And I wish that I had known that when I was going through my journey, because it was exactly as you said. I remember going in there and going, OK, well, I'm getting ready to have a baby. And it turns out that my particular nurse practitioner, who I loved, couldn't do it. So I had to use the other providers. You know, I thought I used the word had. I thought I'm like, well, now I have to start with somebody else who's already in the building right. when I could have transitioned out of the building altogether. Right. Okay. So I don't think a lot of women know that's an option or they might be hurting the feelings of their provider. Right. Or, and I think um, it's so important for women to really feel comfortable with the providers that they're seeing and really going to be getting the maternity care experience that they want. And right. so that's really what we're talking about today. Right. We're talking about why a birth center might be right for you, but really, you know, even if a birth center doesn't sound like it's a good fit for you, stay tuned because we're still, we're going to be really talking about questions to be asking your providers that you're choosing about them and about where you're delivering so you can make a really informed choice. Okay. And you get the experience that you're looking for. We're also always open to your questions. You can call the mom show at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. If you have any general questions, of course, for Dr. Amy and go, uh, any questions about your health or another woman in your life's health, you can always call and be part of the mom show. That's great. Yes. Mm -hmm. So to start, I think, um, so we talked about why is a birth center Maybe right for you. Right. Right. But to back up even further, I think the first question you have to ask is, who do you want for your provider? Okay. So there's kind of two options and for your maternity care. And that's either are you choosing an OB or are you choosing a midwife? Okay. And, you know, because I say we talk a lot about midwives and birth centers and choice, but sometimes I have to remember we have to back up and start with maybe the very beginning of the phases of what you're thinking about before we start talking about all those other things. Right. So I think in the beginning, it's really thinking about who do you want for your maternity care provider? And, you know, in the United States, we are a little bit different because a lot of people choose OBs for their maternity care providers. Okay. And that's fine, but you have to recognize that an OB really is meant for more high-risk pregnancies. Okay. And, you know, a midwife um, also provides full-scope maternity care. They are really, you know, knowledgeable and know low-risk pregnancies. And for a majority of women in the United States, a majority of women are considered low-risk. Can we just give a general definition of what you uh, would count as if, if you are low-risk? Low risk. So healthy pre-pregnancy, healthy pregnancy. Okay. And so I always think about those things that an OB would be better helped if you have preeclampsia. Okay. And or that is again? That is where it's a, it's a bunch of different symptoms that happen at the end of pregnancy where you might see really high blood pressure okay. and you're not feeling well. And those things, you know, might be better managed by an OB. Maybe you are a, a type 1 diabetic. Okay. Or um, maybe there's a reason that you need to plan a cesarean. Okay. You know, those are all reasons that, that would be wonderful to have an OB for your provider. But I don't think a lot of people really know what a midwife is. Right. I think there's a lot of preconceptions still where a midwife is this woman who's going to, or man, but people who come in and they have 
long hippie hair and skirts and Birkenstocks and they're coming in and they... Which is fine if they do, but they're yes. not. That's a stereotype. And it we try to steer away from stereotypes. And so midwives do provide comprehensive maternity care. You can see them for all of your prenatal care. They're there for the labor and delivery. They're there for all of your postpartum care. I think a big difference with midwives is they just spend more time with you. Okay. So, you know, our midwives, we're very unique because we spend so much time with our women. We have 30 to 60 minute appointments. If you're utilizing a midwife that delivers in the hospital, you know, your appointments might be more like 15 to 30 minutes, I'm guessing. Okay. And, you know, on average, an an appointment with a prenatal appointment with an OB is like seven to 10 minutes. Right. And it feels so rushed, especially when you're in the midst of, uh, we all remember what pregnancy brain was like, where you're just like, I have questions, but my brain does not move as quickly or as efficiently as it used to before I was in the midst of pregnancy. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So rushing me is not helping. (laughs) And, you know, of course, we're always checking in on mom and baby. All providers always are. We want to make sure everybody's doing good. But the advantage of having that more time with your provider truly is that you get that education piece. Right. So there's so many times that I hear women say, oh, I went in for my prenatal visit today to see so-and-so for my care. And yeah, they drew labs, but I'm not quite sure what they drew for. Right. Or, you know, there's not really any education that might happen to lead you up to be ready for not only labor and delivery, but that postpartum care. I think it's amazing that you just said that because now that you say it, I remember going through the process of them drawing blood every time I went there for the last couple of weeks and I can't tell you what they were looking for either. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, I just know that I go here and this is what they're supposed to do and they would tell me things were fine or not fine, but I don't know. I don't know what they were looking for. (laughs) Right. And I think, you know, a lot of women that we see, they really want to know. They want to be, you know, drivers of their health care. And so I think, you know, with, with us, with that health foundation, that our providers really talk you through the process. Right. Right. Why something is offered, the benefits, the risks, you know, why we're actually doing it. So then and we then we give you a call with the results or you come in and we talk more because I really think that informed choice and informed consent and an informed, you know, family is really valuable because they feel much more part of the experience. They're part of their care. And then they know what's coming. Okay. So anyways, but I think with an OB and a midwife, you can see some of those differences. But even in um, labor and delivery, it can be different. You know, um, you know, midwives tend to spend more time with moms in labor. Um, but that would be a question to ask your provider is what does that look like? We're going to be talking a little bit more about that later in the show. Um, but I think sometimes women think, oh, midwives, you know, I can't necessarily see a midwife for my maternity care. They're not. Maybe they're not providers. Okay. But that's so far from the truth. You know, when we look internationally, midwives are the, the providers that see most women for their maternity care. And then OBs truly are reserved for more of those high risk cases. Um, we just have it a little bit backwards here. <laughs> so when we come back, Dr. Amy, can we talk more about how you could find the right provider for you? And then we have more questions on what you should ask as you're making that decision. Absolutely. All right. We'll also take your calls at 651-641-1071. We also have a really fun giveaway, at least I think it's fun, that we're going to be giving up today. I have some tickets available to a Mother's Day comedy extravaganza that I have coming up. So we'll have that. And we'll return with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Wellness Clinic here on The Mom Show. 
Welcome back to the Mom Show here at My Talk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We encourage you to listen to this episode and previous episodes just by going to the MyTalk1071.com website and using the keyword Mom Show. In studio this morning from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic, Dr. Amy Johnson Grass. And we're talking about the right questions you can ask as you're selecting not only your particular uh, health care provider for all of your health, women's health, but especially as you're going through that whole maternity process. So, Absolutely. And if you have any questions, of course, we encourage you to call and be part of the Mom Show at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So, Dr. Amy, if I am in the exploration phase of my maternity care journey, yeah. how do I, like, you know, so... It, <laughs> Is it when I start looking for a midwife, what's the best way for me to go? Is there a midwife in my current situation? Do I look specifically for a birth center? Is there just an overall, here is an umbrella of midwives here in the Twin Cities? So we here in the Twin Cities are are lucky because we are a midwife rich community. Okay. That's not true for a lot of the country. Okay. You know, there might be only a, a few options in your community. Well, there's lots of options here. So that's okay. Fabulous. So it's not as if I decide that that would be the right course for me, that it would be impossible for me to find the right midwife because Correct. there's so low demand. Okay. Correct. But I think what you have to remember is you still have to ask a lot of questions. Right. To see if it's the right fit for you because not every practice is the same. Okay. So, for instance, we started off talking about an OB versus a midwife. Mm -hmm. Right. And so an OB generally, I don't think, does a lot of meet and greets. Right. You generally go in for your first appointment. Midwife groups sometimes do have meet the midwife night. So like okay. at the birth center, we offer tour and information sessions. We offer the option for women to come in for a private consultation where they meet with someone from our office to learn more about our care and get a tour of the birth center. Um, and so that might be a good way to go once you kind of decide what route you want to go for your provider. But the other question you want to ask is what, how does their practice work? Okay. So for instance, um, how big is their group? You know, so if say you really, you meet with a certain midwife, you really like them, but they're, is 20 something midwives in their group. Right. A question might be, how likely is it that you will be at my birth or who will be at my birth? Fair enough. And because if there's a really large group of midwives, but you want to be able to meet everyone, that might not quite cumbersome. That That's might not a lot be of people. A, well, I don't think it's realistic that you right. would. And so that might be not a really good fit for you. And if you're looking, um, so you might be looking for a smaller practice. Right. You know, I think that's why people really like coming to our clinic in particular is because we do have a small midwife group. You get okay. to know all the midwives. So the it's likelihood of, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. So the likelihood of you going, oh, wait, this is a new face that shows up on the actual birth. It's really pretty unlikely. Gotcha. Um, we really work hard to make sure that uh, women are scheduled um, with all of the midwives throughout their pregnancy. Um, so they really get an opportunity to, to meet everyone. Okay. But we generally have two midwives in the clinic. So even if you're not necessarily seeing that person for your visit, you still are seeing them around. You still might be talking with them on the phone. And so you, you have that relationship and that familiarity with them. Um, so I think that can be really important. Um, so who's with you? How big is their group? How does that work? How does scheduling work? Um, because if you really love one provider, but, and that's the only provider that you've seen, but somebody else walks into the room when you're delivering, right. that can be difficult. 
Fair enough. And I think too, so many women, and I, I really hope people hear this, so many women put time and energy into picking that one provider. Right. Not realizing that maybe their group, even a, even if it's a group of you know seven OBs, that that provider that you love might be not be the one that's walking in the room. Right. So just make sure those are good questions uh, to be able to ask. Okay. And then I know that you also get a choice of where do you want to give birth? Yes. Now, how do you start that exploration process? So there's lots of information um, on the internet. This is one place. This is one thing that that would be good to Google. You know, we we laugh about Google sometimes. Because a lot of times it gives you (laughs) enough information to be dangerous and to freak yourself out. Yes. Yes. But, you know, this might be one of those things um, or, you know, the providers that you're seeing to just flat out ask. Never be scared to ask a question. Right. Because um, you're seeking information to make that best choice for yourself, remember. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I say this a lot, and I know I've said this on shows um, in the past, but research shows the number one factor that determines your labor and delivery experience <clears throat> is the door you walk into of where you give birth. All right. So think about that. Uh, the same woman, low-risk, healthy woman, can walk into four different hospitals in the same, you know, risk factors, health status, everything, and have four very different experiences and outcomes. Right. I think that just lends to the picture of do your research, ladies. Yes. Do your research. Because, for instance, the question to ask to kind of get more information about this is what is your C-section rate? Okay. Maybe the individual provider Mm -hmm. as well as the hospital. Okay. And maybe even the group. You know, so because they should be able to give you those statistics. Okay. The hospital has those provider groups, follow them. It's something that they report on. And so they do have those numbers um, because I want you to hear this number. One in three women on average in this nation have a C-section. Really? They I walk didn't know in, it was that high. Yes. Okay. Because it's about a 30% C-section rate, right? So one in three women. That is huge. The World Health Organization says 15% or lower is really where we should be at. Right. So, you know, some hospitals have higher C-section rates. Some hospitals have lower C-section rates. Some providers are different on that spectrum. So, you know, I know some of the higher C-section rates are up to 36 plus, 38, maybe even the 40% in the Twin Cities. And some are, you know, maybe in the lower teens and many are right in that middle. Right. So that one in three is not far off. Here's the deal. If you're low risk and if you're looking for more of that natural birth experience, that is why a birth center might be for you. Our C-section rate at Health Foundations is 3% over the last nine years. And things have changed so much over the years that there's lots of reasons why they might have automatically put you into the you need to get a C-section category where now that's not the case. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Are we? Yes. That's the idea. OK. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're shooting for. That's what we're shooting for. Right. But, you know, we are looking at the United States um, if, out of all the industrialized countries having the highest maternal mortality rate. That is, it blows my mind. This country spends the most on maternity care and we have the worst outcomes. 
something needs to change. Right. And so that's why when we're talking about utilizing midwifery care, utilizing freestanding birth centers, you know, these are ways that the country is talking about changing those numbers. And, you know, looking at the interventions that we do more routinely during labor and delivery that, you know, maybe aren't necessary and research doesn't support. Um, so the, something that I mentioned and then we'll say right before break and then we'll say again uh, when we come back is I said freestanding birth center. Right. I can't tell you how many women come in for a tour information session and they say, oh, yeah, I delivered at a birth center. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Where did you deliver before? And they name a hospital. And I'm like, oh, well, that's really not what we're talking about. Right. Labor and delivery units have recoined the name of their labor and delivery units and call them birth centers. Correct. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, fine, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, uh, out of hospital birth center, freestanding birth center that's outside the hospital as the experience and with these outcomes that we're talking about. So when we come back, can we give another, uh, a little more information about the differentiation between a freestanding birth center and what you get the experience at a hospital? Yes. And then we're going to give some more information on the differentiation, of course, of what they can get as going to uh, a women's health clinic such as yours yeah. versus what they would get if they just go to a different provider. Sure. All right. And we also have these tickets. So Dr. Amy, here's what we have <laughs> is my good friends and I are doing the Pockets of Joy Comedy Through the Chaos it's storytelling and stand-up comedy. It's myself, my good friend Tiffany Norton and Roxanne Battle, who is a best-selling author, and we all know her from Twin Cities Television. And so we have a Mother's Day comedy show that's coming up. It's 5 o'clock in the afternoon on Mother's Day. So you can go get your brunch on and then come hang out with us at the New Hope Cinema Grill. We're giving away two tickets to uh, one of our mom show listeners. If you call in right now and you're caller number 7 at 651-641-1071, you get two tickets to the Pockets of Joy Comedy Through the Chaos show coming up this Mother's Day, May 12th. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. Call right now and we'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon. Dr. Amy is here from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. And uh, we do, uh, we're going to get our winter, our winner, Dr. Amy, of those Pockets of Joy comedy through the chaos uh, comedy show that I'm doing on Mother's Day. And I hope you can make it. You know, I, I would love to. I, I love coming love and seeing you. you. Thank you very much. And it's always fun when we have familiar faces that are in the building. And, um, you know, you really have been a great, great resource, not only for our My Talk, but for me personally. So I always appreciate all of the information that you share, Dr. Amy, for when you come yeah. in on the Mom Show. Um, because there are those moments that we as women go, is it okay for me to ask all these questions? You know, it seems as though we are so outside of the process sometimes that we are just supposed to trust these experts and that yeah. we are being a bother by asking all of these questions. And you always free up all of our my talkers and our women to go, no, 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 there are acceptable questions that you were supposed to ask of your potential providers. Absolutely. And I that really is, think it's so important. And that it's okay to go, you know what, you are a fantastic provider, but maybe you're not quite the right provider for me. Yes, and knowing that women have that choice. I just don't think women sometimes understand the choices that they have and right. the power and that it's okay to switch mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Right. And... um so, yes. Okay. Do your homework. Right. And Keep be, asking questions. And be okay with, you know, you're not, you know, we use like harsh words sometimes, like you're not firing them. You're just finding somebody that's a better fit for you. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I always say if, if, if we're not the right fit for a person or a family, gosh, I understand that. But right. I know that there's a provider out there who is. Well, now, Dr. Amy, we were talking before we went to break about the differentiation between going to what they call a birth center now that's still the hospital yeah. versus coming to a freestanding birth center such as Health Foundations. Yeah, we are going to start um, doing some pictures online here in the, in the upcoming weeks to really help illustrate the difference because I think... It's hard. And then I thought, well, I'm going to be on radio. It's not something that we can like <laughs> showcase pictures as we talk. Right. But you can still get that idea of everybody knows what a hospital room looks like. Right. That, Even if it's a really nice hospital room, you still get that feeling that you're in a hospital. Right. You mm-hmm. still have the machines and the bed and the it still feels pretty, you know, sterile. And what what that feeling looks like. Everybody has that picture because everybody's either seen it in a movie or online or experienced it themselves right a freestanding birth center you know if you think of the idea of walking into a bed and breakfast right i think that's a really nice illustration and you can think about how you feel when you walk into a bed and breakfast it's often comfortable yes it um you feel relaxed right and when you walk into our birth suites you know it looks as if you are walking into a large bedroom. Right. You know, we have queen size beds with regular bedding. We have state of the art water birth tubs. We have the only water birth tubs like it in the Twin Cities wow. that are truly made for water birth. And I'm glad you brought that up because I want to do that. My ex-husband is a plumber and he still thought I was crazy for saying that I wanted to do a water birth. Yeah. <laughs> so to know that it's like, no, this is okay. It's not something that is so insane and outside of the norm. It's something that you can be provided if you have the right resources. Absolutely. And I think too, you know, we have cabinetry and we have a really large walk-in showers, but it feels much more comfortable, less medical, less sterile, but we still have equipment behind the scenes. It's just tucked away. Right. That if you would need it, it's there. Right. But you're remembering freestanding birth centers are truly for low risk women. So right. healthy pregnancy, healthy pre-pregnancy, you know, women who are higher risk really are better helped in the hospitals mm-hmm. because there's more tools and resources there for them that they may need or if baby you have may to need. Right. Yes. Okay. You know, and women are thinking, I know that there's women out there thinking, but okay, Amy, you are talking about a birth experience, but I'm not hearing anything about C-sections. Fair enough. Even if you are having to schedule a planned C-section, not every hospital is created equal. You really still need to ask your questions because there's still a lot of choice within that experience that can make a difference for you, your family, baby, how you feel about the experience, because it's still your birth experience. Right. And so, you know, talking with your um, OB or the person who will be helping you with the delivery, you know, there's things called gentle cesareans these days where maybe they have um, clear drapes so that you're able to see baby right away. Um, Doing skin to skin right in the OR, you know, with baby, maybe even nursing, Uh, making sure dads and partners can be with baby if they have to go to a, maybe a NICU or another area. So there's still all of these questions to ask because that truly will affect and influence your experience. And I think you've brought that up before, Dr. Amy, is that we do have this expectation that things are going to be miserable. 
And that that's just yes. part of the whole process is that you're not supposed to enjoy it. It's not supposed to be a time that you're like, everything worked out. We have this TV mentality and this sitcom mentality that it's screaming. It's you hating your partner. It's just you being a crazy person. And you're saying that that does not have to be the case at all. It makes me so sad. And this is partly why we're doing this segment um, on today's show is it makes me so sad that women have been taught that they that it will be painful that right. they aren't strong enough that somebody has to tell them what to do that they don't know what they're doing it's a message that i see women being told every day in providers offices right and i it's just such a disservice because women do not have to have that experience right women are strong they are capable this is what our bodies were made to do and if you have a provider with you, you know, I always say, because everybody asks, well, at the birth center, do you have epidurals? Do you have pain meds? And I said, well, no, we don't have epidurals. We don't do like the narcotic pain meds. We do have nitrous. Okay. But, you know, the difference is a few things. One, you're able to be up and moving around. You're not hooked to anything. Right. And so that movement is huge. You're not confined to one area or one space. So a lot of the most uncomfortable position for most women is on their back in labor. Yes. That is where most women are, are, are for the most of their labor and delivery in a hospital. <laughs> right. So, you know, an epidural does sound really enticing mm -hmm. and knowing where you're going, knowing your providers is huge, but there's always, there's always going to be that point in labor where it's intense. Yes. It's not the entirety of labor. Your body gets to ramp up and get used to the, changes that labor goes through, but there is that those moments where it is super intense. If you have a provider that's with you that, you know, too, that says you can do this. Let's do this for three more contractions. Then we're going to try something else. I know you're strong. I know you can do this. It's very different than somebody coming up to you and saying, Oh, honey, you don't have to do this. I remember. Aren't you sure you don't want that epidural? Exactly. You don't have to be in this amount of pain. What service is it doing for that woman? And who is going to say no? Right. It just, as you can tell, I'm, I'm fairly passionate about yes, these things. As you should be. But right at that pivotal moment, it is pivotal for that woman because it changes the course of where her labor and delivery is going. It changes the course of her experience. And I'm not to saying all epidurals are bad. Don't, don't think that that's what I'm saying. Everything has a place and a time. And if that's something that you want great but know your options right and i think it's hard people don't have perspective sure i see labor i've been you know delivering babies for 15 so or so years mm -hmm. i've seen you know hundreds and hundreds of deliveries in a lot of different settings so i get that opportunity to see how different it can be and i think um I think trying to answer some of these questions and making giving you the, the questions to ask is hopefully one step in the direction to just start thinking about this a little bit more. Well, Dr. Amy, when we come back, can we dispel some more of those uh, women's health myths and also some I have some questions about things that they tell you. This is how it needs to go that I think that you're going to say it could be a little more flexible in that whole pregnancy process. Yes. And some of the things we think. So we're going to cover that. We also want to say congratulations to Diane from Egan. She is the winner of those pockets of joy comedy through the chaos tickets. We'll be giving them away each mom show between now and Mother's Day. And we're going to return today with Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic here on the mom show. 
As always, thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on MyTalk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass is with us. And, and Amy, before we move on, I want you to get, not forget and do your shout-out. Because we know. have a shout-out. So, shout-out to... My mom, yes. Gloria Johnson. Happy birthday, Mom. I Happy hope you're having birthday. a fabulous day. Yes. I love you. Oh, that is perfect. <laughs> and we need to spend more time shouting out our moms. And and, and I am a... Uh, uh, as just like you, I am a big advocate for all the moms out there. There are lots of things that we do, and we just spend a lot of time going. I'm not going to shout myself out uh, because we get very focused on our kids, as we, you know, as yes. we should. But there are lots of times where we need to not only shout out um, ourselves, but we need to make sure that we send some time to shout out your mom. So congratulations and happy mother. I'm sorry, uh, happy birthday to your mom, Dr. Amy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So. What are we going to talk about next? You know, something I do want to talk about is water birth. Yes. And we're going to just take a few minutes because there's there's one other thing I really want to get to before the show ends today. But first, water birth. I know so many women are interested in water birth. Right. And these days, it's a marketing tool for many birth places. Okay. And, you know, this is one of those questions to ask and be straight up in front. And this is why. So... People or hospitals may be advertising water birth, but the question to ask is, well, how many water births did you have last year? Okay. How many water deliveries did you have? Because if that's something that you're looking for, that will give you a lot of information. So here's an example. And this is not something that I'm telling you that you can't find out for yourself because it's on their Facebook page. But there's uh, one of the larger hospitals here in the Twin Cities uh, posted their stats on their Facebook page for 2018. Okay. And I thought, great, because we do that. A lot of, you know, hospitals, providers, they like sharing stats these days because it gives people an idea of where they're at, what they're doing, and, you know, if they're a good fit, connection. I was shocked a little bit, but not really. You know, this hospital does over 2,000 deliveries a year, and they said for 2018, the number of water births they did was 19. Goodness. So clearly this is not their area of speciality. <laughs> no, but they do mm-hmm. talk about water birth and giving that as women as an option. And so I know water birth in the hospitals um, sometimes differ differs than water births at like a freestanding birth center. For us, if you are in our care, that means whatever's in the room, birth suite is available to you for your delivery and for your labor. Okay. So it, I always say, if we start limiting the things that you can do, then it's, we're not, you shouldn't be at the birth center. We should start thinking about bringing you into the hospital. Okay. Fair so enough. we have about a 56% water birth rate. Really? A lot of women okay. really love to either labor or deliver in water. All of our providers are very well versed, very mm-hmm. comfortable about what that looks like. But if you're going into a hospital and you're specifically looking for a water birth, you have to ask and know what their criteria are. So, you know, there might be certain information that they need or you can only gain so much weight or who knows. But oftentimes they do have a checklist that you have to, you know, pass before Before you'll be able to do that. Yes. Ah, okay. So it may be available, but they don't provide it for you unless you're in the perfect category. Category. Gotcha. Or, yes, I'm just going to leave it at that. Be sure to ask questions. And I think rates are really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, 
to get that information if that's something really important to you. If a water birth is not important to you, don't worry about it. Right. Well, Dr. Amy, um, I know we have some other things to get to, but I want to also get to the phones. We yeah. always encourage people to be part of the mom show and call 651-641-1071. So on the phone right now, I believe it's Cara. Cara, is, uh, do you have a question yes. for Dr. Amy? Yes. Hi. Thank you. Um, so I'm kind of at an exciting time right now. My husband and I are talking about um, having our first baby. And um, so we're thinking about planning and all of that. What I am unfamiliar with, I guess, is like the financial aspect. And I'm not sure the best way to go about comparing, you know, birth centers, hospitals, clinics, um, and really understanding exactly what we'd be looking at financially with all of the the trimester check-ins and the ultrasounds and then the actual birth and then post-care. So I'm wondering, what is your advice about the best way to find that information? Great question. Because insurance is a whole nother world. We actually have a whole different staff that just helps us us and our families with insurance at the birth center because it's just such a beast. (laughs) (laughs) So here's how to start. First, um, if there are places that you are interested in, so say, I'm just going to use us as an example. Say you wanted to come to Health Foundation's birth center. Mm You can look online with your insurance company or give them a call and say, is this group in network with my insurance? Mm -hmm. So it's important because, um, you know, we are in network with all of the major insurance companies, but you can't assume that every hospital is in your network. So if there's a specific hospital that you're looking for, that's the first thing to ask. Mm -hmm. As far as pricing goes, um, You know, if you are calling into our clinic, we're able to come up with what's called an estimated patient responsibility based on your benefits. So we actually come up with a price tag that says this is really about what you're going to end up owing for your maternity care. That's a little bit. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. So the maternity care, does that include, I mean, we're talking all of the. All prenatal care, labor and delivery, all your postpartum care. Got it. The hospitals are a little bit different, and here's why. You will pay your providers a fee, and generally they they are charging between anywhere between $3,500 and $5,500 or up for for your maternity care, and that's for your care specifically. The hospitals will charge you a facility for you and for baby, and anybody that walks into your hospital room that provides care, pediatricians, lactation consultants, whoever, mm-hmm. will send you a bill if they're outside the clinic that you are utilizing for your prenatal care. Hmm. So it's a little bit more difficult. It's easier to say on average for a vaginal delivery here in the Twin Cities, I believe, please don't quote me on this, I believe it's between twelve and 14000 Okay. Um, and to deliver at a freestanding birth center is, is less expensive. It's about 30 to 40% less. So your out of pocket costs tend to be less, but you have to take into consideration your deductible, you know, it'll Mm -hmm. be a deductible for you and a deductible for baby because they are a patient too, once they're delivered. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes people forget about the baby piece. (laughs) And, right. and it's just, right, because we all think, oh, maternity care. Right. Babies are part of the maternity care. There we go. Um, so that's kind of how that looks. Does that help? That does. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, no no congratulations on your journey, car. Thank you for calling. Thank you.
Well, Dr. Amy, we're going to have to wrap up pretty soon. And so, yeah, I'm glad that we did get a chance to talk about that because it's been a few mom shows since we discussed the, the insurance and the finances. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's not kids, the fun part. No. And the fun a, part is the baby part. It's yeah. a hefty price tag for right. most families. And that's why I think we really work with families to be able to help plan. Right. Versus I think in our conventional system, People don't talk with you about finances and you get these amazing bills (laughs) after baby's born that, wow, they can be surprising. You get sticker shock on the baby. If I want, Mm -hmm. I just want to leave you with one last thought, you know, so if I'm hoping that this show today really helped you start thinking about questions and if it, if you are not comfortable with your provider or you're thinking, wow, I didn't ask these questions. Go and ask your provider these questions, your hospital these questions, your birth center these questions. Um, and if you aren't comfortable with their answers or if you're asking questions and your provider starts poo-pooing you, right? that's an indicator right there mm-hmm. that if they can't answer your questions or feel making you feel like too much of a burden for asking questions, That's a problem. Right. So you can always switch. Maybe not if you're due today. (laughs) True. But, you know, we accept women between 34 and 36 weeks in their pregnancy. Pregnancy is 40 weeks. So up into that last month almost, if, if that's something, so it gives you an idea seek out what's right for you. Right. It's okay to change. And we always encourage them to contact you. It's healthfoundations.com. And again, the phone number, I believe, is 651-895-2520. That's 651-895-2520. Make sure you reach out, get your questions answered, and you can always find Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass and her amazing team at Health Foundations Birth Centers and Women's Health Clinic. Thank Thank you, you, Dr. Amy. Have a great weekend.